I would like to honour First Nations people across Australia and recognise that this always has been and always will be First Nations land, that sovereignty was never ceded and that colonisation and resistance continue today. First Nations readers are advised that the following reading contains the names of people who have passed and involves violent incidents that may trigger trauma. Tear gas and torture in youth prisons, state violence against Aboriginal children. Tear gas has been repeatedly deployed to put down dissent by Aboriginal children in Northern Territory youth prisons. The racist criminal justice stance in the Northern Territory means that almost all children locked up are Aboriginal. Aboriginal children's dissent in detention stems from an oppressive environment in which they are subjected to prolonged segregation, physical violence, degrading treatment, excessive use of restraints, hooding, forcible strip searching, racist remarks and run-down facilities in what were previously adult prisons. Rather than decarcerate Aboriginal children or fix these conditions, the Northern Territory Government has backed the Northern Territory Police Territory Response Group's use of tear gas. On numerous occasions, the police and the government has justified tear gassing at Dondal Youth Detention Centre in Darwin on the grounds that the children present a risk to staff and property. The use of tear gas featured on the national broadcast of conditions in Dondal on Australia's Shame, a Four Corners program in July 2016. It was also examined and condemned by the consequent Royal Commission into the protection and detention of children in the Northern Territory between 2016 and 2017. The Royal Commission received extensive evidence on the use of tear gas in 2014 and its adverse and ongoing effects for Aboriginal children who were exposed, including blindness and respiratory illness. Without any redress or remorse from the Northern Territory Government for this harm, the Aboriginal children brought a civil claim off their own backs seeking damages. In 2020, the High Court of Australia ruled that the use of tear gas in youth detention is unlawful in the case of Binzaris and the Northern Territory. The events leading up to the deployment of tear gas in 2014 involved the indefinite segregation of a 14-year-old boy known by the pseudonym AD. The segregation unit in Dondale is called the Behavioural Management Unit. It comprises decrepit cells which made children feel like a caged animal. Young people convey to the Royal Commission that being isolated in high security cells for several weeks made them feel like a dog or a rabbit in a cage. In 2015 year old Jono Warren Barber died in an isolation cell in Dondal. Indefinite detention in BMU triggered trauma and depression among children. One child stayed in solitary confinement for 39 days. AD was there for 17 days with no sunlight, exercise or human contact. He was continually asking when he would be let out. At no time was he told why he was placed there, on what grounds he would be able to leave or when he could leave. The only way for children to contact the guards was via a buzzer, which often went unanswered. Children would be left screaming for a glass of water, 
to use the bathroom to receive help or simply for human contact. After 17 days in isolation, AD decided that his survival depended on escaping. This incident on the night of the 21st of August 2014 set in motion a series of events that would lead to the tear gassing of the Dondar Behavioural Management Unit. When AD attempted to escape, he discovered to his surprise that his cell door was unlocked. Nonetheless, the riot squad was mobilised. Facing this force, AD tried to de-escalate matters by asking the guards to talk it out. He declared, I give up. The reply by a guard was that it was too late and he would be pulverised. Armed officers and the riot squad proceeded to fire CS tear gas, a prohibited agent under the International Convention on Chemical Weapons, throughout the segregation unit. The tear gassing affected all of the six children in the behavioural management unit. One of the Aboriginal children, AB, who was playing cards at the time, recalled that the guards threw something like a bomb into the isolation unit that exploded. Despite AB's running to the other side of the cell and covering himself with the sheet and mattress, he was affected immediately. As with others, AB felt his eyes and throat burning, found it hard to breathe and developed a crushing headache. AB said that the boys started shaking each other's hands and saying our goodbyes. Dylan Voller, another Aboriginal child who was locked in his cell at the time of the gassing, said he felt like he was going to die. After the gassing, the six Aboriginal children were decontaminated with a fire hose, although their clothes were not replaced for several days. They were hooded and shackled on their wrists and ankles and forcibly marshaled like chickens to vans that transferred them to the maximum security unit of the adult prison. When asked why they were being shackled, a guard told them to shut the fuck up. For AB, the gassing resulted in ongoing health problems and self-harm. He subsequently jumped off a roof because he was angry at Kem Middlebrook, the corrections commissioner, about the tear gassing. And he felt like no one was listening to me. He told the Royal Commission that being tear gassed was the worst thing that happened and he still feels really betrayed and let down by it. The Royal Commission found that tear gas was used in circumstances where there were no guidelines, legislative or policy safeguards. Recommendation 3.3 of the Royal Commission urged the Northern Territory Government to prohibit the use of tear gas in youth detention. The final report directed the government to address the underlying inhumane conditions that spurred the unrest and cited a youth detention review that was conducted in the month following the tear gassing. I quote, It should be obvious to anyone that if you treat youths like animals by not communicating, threatening, belittling them, withholding food and other entitlements, they will react in an aggressive way. Most of these incidents were probably entirely preventable with the use of appropriate communication and open interaction with the detainees, unquote. However, in November 2018, on the one-year anniversary of the Royal Commission's final report, tear gas was again deployed on Aboriginal children in detention. It followed a protest against the inhumane conditions in detention that had not subsequently changed since the Four Corners Program or the Royal Commission's final report. 
Dylan Boller, who had since been released from Dondal, explained that this was a cry for help. The Northern Territory Police Territory Response Group responded to the protest by storming Dondal and deploying tear gas on the children again, defying a key Royal Commission recommendation. Deputy Chief Minister Nicole Madison described the police as doing, I quote, a wonderful job in a very trying situation. Nothing had been learnt from the harm caused to Aboriginal children from the use of tear gas in detention.